Hello, and thank you for listening to Douglas and Dragons. This is John, the GM, and a couple days ago I got on a call with Doug and my friend Jared, at Willy Toots on Twitter, who is the dungeon master or game master for my Wednesday night Pathfinder game. And we talked about Douglas and Dragons. Jared's a fan, he's listened to every episode. Uh, we talk about Douglas and Dragons, we talk about our Wednesday night game, Shiny Scorpion, and we just talk about game mastering in general and some other random stuff. We just wanted to do this since the last time we played we were only able to record one episode and we didn't want to have another week where we didn't have any content. Uh, we had gone like 40 some straight weeks with an episode up before being able to get five people on a call at the same time uh, it started backfiring on us a little bit. But we are recording a couple new episodes this Sunday and everybody is in so Next week, we'll be back to normal with episode 49, and then the week after that, episode 50. Um, but again, thanks for listening. It's now been one year since we started posting episodes of Douglas and Dragons, and we are still having fun, and we are just super grateful you guys are listening to us. So please, enjoy, and thanks again. Yap. Thanks for checking out Douglas and Dragons, where Twitter, Weed, and Pathfinder collide. This is what happens when you find out one of your buddies has never roleplayed before. have a lot more going on than but what, what really it sucks because we don't get to, when we don't get to play it's because we don't get to play yeah like you know th- thanks for listening everybody but it's let's true. be honest um we've we've got to have more fun than everybody else that's true that's why we started we listened to all those nerd poker dudes having fun and we're jealous yeah man i saw somebody tweeted me something about how they tried to listen to nerd poker after they listened to us and found it like they found it found themselves wanting and i was i was pretty impressed because the the that first i don't know first 50 episodes of that shit is still magic yeah that was real good i just it once blaine did the dming it was kind of like uh oh yeah dude. but that's the thing sark is sark was the whole reason that that show was so awesome yeah, I might have to go back and listen to those episodes then, because I I got into it late. And oh I yeah, and, and you're like, yeah, and the new guy, like, dude, he's uh, funny as fuck at once, but he wasn't, you know, he, as he dedicated was, or, or maybe dedicated. He was my, the word, maybe not ready as Sark was yeah. to DM, because he's my favorite player like, too. Uh, Is that what you're about to say? He was my favorite player for sure during <laughs> the original campaign. Blaine was, but um, Sark. I don't know. Like I got really, I got really into nerd poker for a while, and uh, like re-listening to shit a lot. And and Sark was good. Like it, it, and being on this end of it now, and after playing with John for a while, like you, you I don't know. The, the the people that get to play with a good DM are lucky. And Jared, you DM correct? Yeah, he's my yeah, he's my I'm- DM man. Yeah, uh, I DM a weekly Pathfinder game and once a month a fifth edition game. All right, on. That shit's crazy too. 
fifth edition. Yeah, I've sat in a couple of those sessions. And uh, well, what's funny is, man, like we have the same problem. You know, like we only game that fifth edition game once a month, and even then, I can I can count on three guys to show up, but that group should be six people. But you know, you only get even even it only being once a month. It's tough to get just everybody together. I understand exactly what you guys go through. Oh yeah. Yeah, right. Like even we're s- sitting at home. You know, we, yeah. don't, we don't even have to go anywhere to play this game, but <laughs> it's still it's still hard. Yeah, we just had to uh readjust. You know, what worked so good for, you know, 11 months now has been adjusted by a couple hours and it's, you know, it hasn't we haven't had a show with a full cast. I mean, we haven't had a, a session with a full crew, I should say, in uh, in a few in a few games now. I don't think, yeah. I feel. I I do a lot of, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with the show, I do a lot of drugs, forget a lot of things <laughs> that happen week to week. Jared has listened and to every episode. I have. I've been a listener oh, since the very beginning. Oh, the rocky start. Thanks. Thanks for listening. <laughs> well, I had okay. to support John, man. I was like, All sure. right, I'm not going to listen to what he's doing. And, and are you are you proud of of the job that he's he's done he, it's good man oh hell yeah just because he's doing it uh, from what i understand from the conversations we've had so much of it he's doing off the cuff that uh yeah and, and it's it's gotta be it's a little i can understand it's a little bit of a headache because you guys are all over the place which is what's great about it but uh yeah man we are all over the place man. <laughs> yeah for sure <laughs> Yeah, because, like, what the shit? You're not going to go back to the swamp and what's up with that black dragon and what about that house full of fucking bees? Even just listening to the (laughs) most recent one where it's, like, there's dinosaurs and, like, I mean, half... (sighs) I'm going to try not to yell in my living room at 11 o'clock at night. At least half of the episode is us going, like, I don't think we should go. I don't think we should fucking look at... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Like, There's a lot of that... And man, I was just I was just bugging off of there. There have been a couple times where um, Jason Farrell will will get on me because I, I mean I, I'm not even trying to play like I got balls. O'Shea Jackson, the Human Fighter, is run by a pussy. Like I get it, and um, <laughs> you know, uh, Jason Farrell, we're in the chin in, and there's some dark dude in the corner, and just eating his dinner and Jason Farrow wants to fucking, Hey man, what are you doing? I got this shit. What, where are you going? What's the problem? Where, you know? And, and I'm like, man, maybe we should just leave this dude alone. And Jason Farrell's like, you know what, Doug, we're playing a role playing adventure game, buddy. So, (laughs) you know, let's get, let's get in the game. You know? And I'm like, man, you know, you're right. Let's fucking, you're right. Yeah. And then dude, uh, that dude got smash, smash cut to us in the fucking churl wood. And there's dinosaurs of a boot and this dude's like, we should really, we should really walk away from this right now. There's crunching sounds. <laughs> we don't want any, but I mean, he wasn't alone. There were plenty of us, me included, that were like, yeah, we don't want to. What are we? What are we here to do? Fight? No, we're here to crack jokes about TV shows in between <laughs> action rounds. Occasionally, let's run away from whatever monster might be out here. That's why I'm gonna just trap you guys more and make you just yeah. fight shit. Or just other times where Jason Ford will just punch 
the thing. Yeah. That no one would think he would punch, maybe. That's because that's I would imagine that that would take some on the on the fly DMing as well. Because sometimes, well, Jason, it makes it, gets it, down. it keeps it interesting. <laughs> that's for sure. It keep, I like to. I like be having to be be on my toes, man. I call it I call it improv DMing sometimes or GMing. Yeah, GMing DMing. I don't know. It's Pathfinder, so we got to call it GMing, right? It's a, it's you know every, it's everybody. Everybody, yeah, everybody's got their nerds and, and sticklers, and you, you know, you want to appease them and make them happy. Now, um, Doug, is this the first role playing you've done, or do you have? Have you played? Like, did you play D and D? And never, like no. I, I always no, this is my first. Yeah. Okay. See, so I th- that's what's funny is it was the same. Oh, by thing the way, Doug, meet Jared. Jared, meet Doug. Yeah, hey, Doug. Hey, <laughs> what's up, man? So, what's funny is when we first started the Pathfinder rules, uh, the whole group was fresh at it too. Um, I had played D&D 3.5, so I kind of had a little bit of an edge, but I was rusty on it. But it's the same thing. It took, I don't know how many game sessions before they would stop that whole like, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to be the one that does it. I don't want to go in the room. Yeah. I don't want to go hunt that thing down. You know, and it's it's exactly right. It's like, man, you are, this is an adventure game. All right. You are an adventurer. All right. Adventure. All right. We we yes we we do it with uh, great resistance more often than not. And I love it that like some of the times you guys choose to run away or uh, yeah. not confront stuff that's not even a fight. All right, John. So what do you do? Okay, so John, it's in that situation, and they're like, "We're the crunching. We saw a dinosaur before." We're fucking going the other way. So then what do you do? Like, are you prepared for both eventualities? Sometimes. Like, and then sometimes I'm just like, well, I'm going to make it happen anyway. Kind of like, well, like with the dinosaur, with the Allosaurus. I was like, well, I know these guys aren't probably going to drop down and fight it. I'm just going to have it hook around and then see if they they can Uh, hide from it. And originally that wasn't my plan, but I was like, these guys need some more XP because they've been at level four for a long time. Can't this just, last episode you guys did pretty much all role play the whole time. Yeah. With like the brownie and and just navigating the uh you know, your travels. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Not not a lot happened per se. <laughs> no, but a lot did happen. But a lot, just, but know, a lot happened. A lot of, yeah fighting which is yeah, and, nice and that's true well i count and but i'll count that as like whatever the xp for the brownie is sure yeah of course and um, and, and and like i i don't know could have fought it like jason board was talking that shit he was already like i punch it <laughs> i throw no, a javelin at it. it don't punch it um yeah yeah dude i uh Oh, fuck, dude, it's funny. Who's, okay, so there's one of you guys always like snaps, snaps to serious game mode at some point. Uh, I'm trying to think who it was last time. Uh, maybe it was Quoven. No, it's got uh, Jason Farrell. I don't know. Who? Jason, yeah, I think it was. I think it was Jason Farrell because who all played this last one with the brownie? Uh, well, everybody was, but Sean. Yeah, it Sean wasn't, wasn't there. everybody yeah. but Stan. Yeah. Okay. So then it had to be Farrell because he started to be, get real serious about like 
the questions you were asking yeah. the brownie oh, that's, and that's like, definitely David. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's funny uh, the dynamic of the group. How you know it's all a lot of fun games, and then at some point, like he snaps. Yeah, snaps it's right into game mode. Like yeah. it took him like an hour to get there. <laughs> but, we need, <laughs> we we yes we need him because he's the one, you know I don't know Alan's, Jason knows all the rules you know and Jason's played a lot of games he remembers all the rules and is and likes likes all that stuff and yeah. it, and it's cool because there's so much of us just fucking yucking it up so big you know yeah. anybody want to talk about Karate Kid and then. <laughs> Dude, him I, being there being like no let's be, be fucking serious for a second but i i also feel like i had a jason karate kid the glasses time. never mind <laughs> see <laughs> it's jason happening Farrell, through the time that he's been playing with us i feel like he's done become to the dark side more and bumps <laughs> it up so hard <laughs> and then it says, you know, by, you know, minute 59, it's like, whoa, whoa, wait a second. What are we doing here? Like, <laughs> hang on. But he's got Karate Kid jokes now, too. Yeah. <laughs> when he used to not. Yeah, when he was, he was definitely the guy that when he joined in. I mean, Alan is definitely a guy who has a lot of RPG experience as well. Right. And, uh, but so those two guys together yeah. kind of know like when it's a good time to like start asking questions do all that stuff yeah but uh yes. definitely jason was like more like focused on the game um at first and then like when he joined in it was episode eight that was yeah. definitely uh a nice uh a, mixed up the group in a nice way you know give it yeah. more, made it more well-rounded uh, but yeah, he, I see exactly what you're saying. He's definitely <laughs> well, well, and only because since the beginning, like we all, I mean, we all have gotten so much. I, I mean, worse is the only way to put it. With the yuck, with the yucking it up, it's so there are so many episodes where it's just like six guys all getting it yeah. in, like joke, 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 and like we're all stepping on each other so hard. And it's like, you know, sometimes you hear one person, sometimes you hear a joke, but no one else is, that's on the call will hear the joke, right. but maybe the listener will or whatever. But no laugh, yeah. When I, when I edit an episode, brutal. I'm like, wait, sometimes I'll, if I can, I'll try to like turn up the volume on somebody's joke that I didn't hear when I was, when mm. we were recording and try to make it pop out a little bit. Well, and, and right, like sometimes it's like poor person that's actually trying to you know get and i've i've found that there have been a couple times where it's me my fucking burnt up ass would be like whoa 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 guys 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 let's go north or what the fuck ever because you know what i've been doing a lot of lately when i when i've been editing is that i've been actually cutting myself out because i'll be like so you guys will be going on about something that i'll start trying to move the game along i'll be like so then i need a will sit so nope, I need nothing. a will. So yeah. I need a will, and then the third time it's like, so I need a will save from you, and they'll be like, all right. So I'll go back, and I'll cut out like, like the first three times I said it. Where you just get brutally stepped on yeah. the entire time. Because we just because yeah. the way I just have the two track recording, like it's me, and then it's everybody else, right? And including any music or sound of anything from Roll Twenty. So I can do that a little bit, but I can't do that with everybody. If I if I could, I'd probably go into editing nightmare and never get anything done and fucking 
Yeah, whatever. If everybody whatever. was on their own track, I'd fucking lose my mind, probably, actually. You sound to... like Queen. Right. Yeah, I'd oh, be like, it. it sounds great, doesn't it? It's like, dude, we recorded 15 episodes. You only edited one in the last two months. <laughs> or it's just like, it, it still goes into that, like, who are you doing this for? Yeah. You know, like, why are you spending this much time doing this to our role-playing <laughs> game that we do for free and fun? Yeah. Well, the good thing is, is that I can listen to it at work a lot of the time and just jump over and cut something out or, you know, add some yeah. music or whatever. And uh, it doesn't really take me away from my work too much. But Man, and you said you weren't going to put ABBA in the last one. And you totally, <laughs> did. And you totally tricked me, dude. I wasn't going to, but then I was like, okay. I'll do it. Fuck, dude. It was there. <laughs> it was hot, dude. And that one, I, <laughs> sometimes I do a lot, and then sometimes I'm real bu- I'm too busy. Sure, man. And I sure. just I don't add anything or cut. That one was forced. That one was forced, though. You know, yeah. you didn't really have much of a choice with that one. It was ha- it was happening. Yeah, it was and it was beautiful. I also took a bunch of uh, that same music we use on the game and added it in just to kind of cover up some noise and background but breathing and stuff. Breathing, yeah, a lot of mouth breathing. Yeah. yeah. So you don't play the music at all during the uh, actual recording. You just kind of put it no, on at the end. We or? we do most of the time. We actually play it in roll twenty during the game. Oh, during, yeah, it was during action scenes, but now it seemed like you had it going pretty much all the time during this episode. This episode I did just because I was trying something different. I liked it. I was, like, I liked I was it a too, little bit yeah. experimental. Like, I I totally tripped off of it, too, nice. and I liked it. Um, yeah, fucking uh, Sean and I were talking a long old email chain about uh, some of the stuff from the game, and dude, I'm I'm pumped up for episode 50. That's, that's cool. Because we, we have a plan. Uh, well, I have a plan, but we, we all had that plan where it's like, well, we want to get everybody to fight each other. Yeah! Spo- <laughs> spoilers, listeners, episode 50, we're all going to fucking fight each other, dude. <laughs> but uh, It's going to be brutal. But I was like, how's it going to happen to make it cool? Oh. You got it worked out now? I got it worked O'Shea's, out pretty well. O'Shea slaps Clover in the face. Whack! It could, it could be like that. Judo kick, crack. No, there should be some sort of mojo verse. I don't know. I don't want. Actually, I don't want to. I don't want to post write it after you've already written it. But I can't wait to find out how it goes, guys. I'm gonna whoop everybody's ass. I can't wait. Yeah, I mean, if you're lucky, Hazel already have all his spells spent out. He'll just oh, be worthless. Yeah, I'm gonna spend the first half of that fight getting high letting them work it out between themselves jumping at the end slap cold in the face whap you might not be able to well we'll see we'll see we'll see we'll find out on episode 50 folks oh man we should we should place bets you should have a bet go on oh i mean i've I've been thinking about it a lot and i i don't i mean everybody has fucking badass moves that Mm -hmm. would fuck the i mean you know i i Doug Michelle, not O'Shea Jackson, but Doug Michelle thinks that has would win, I think. True, but then would everybody team up on him being afraid of the wizard mm. to start off with, right? See, that's see, and then it might, and I'll tell you this much. This, so it's this, gonna be a mass battle. Well, this is like doing like tournament. Well, like your oh, like Mortal Kombat. I will, I will tell you the exact. <laughs> I will tell you exactly what I sh- what I told Sean, which is that. It is 
not necessarily going to be every man for itself, for himself, but we'll see how that works out when the time comes. All right. <laughs> Keep your secrets. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, that's much better. Because the other one, uh, shit. That's the for the home. Yeah, for the home listener. That's Jason's frail wizard to get, or Jason Ford's wizard. Yeah. I can't believe my wife can sleep through my booming yelling. <laughs> right. Well, my wife probably isn't, and I'll hear about it later. Oh, my God. <laughs> she, well, she does drugs, too, so that's her excuse. Yeah. She's she's done. Holy shit. She's, I was just yelling, O'Shea slaps Clovin in the face, whap, and then looked over at her because I was like, God damn, I'm yelling. And she's <laughs> on the couch, out, knocked the fuck out. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's good, good stuff. shit. That's good shit. Yeah, man, I'm I'm pumped up. Oh, dude, I was looking at. What's weird is uh, we got a good chunk of people that listen every time. Like, uh, I was looking at some of the stats. The podcast garden we have, they don't. They only do for like the last thirty days. But I wanted to get like all time stats because. I went back looking at some of the old ones. All time stats. Well, I was just curious because <laughs> I went back looking at some of the old ones and uh, like even like random ones like 24 or 31. They still get like seven or eight downloads a month or 15. I was like, oh, that's cool. And I went back and this month in the last 30 days, uh, episode one had been downloaded 200 times. And I'm like, oh, man, somebody said I'm going back to the beginning. Did you say 200 yes. times? And that's in wow, the last 30 days. Crazy. And then you remember. That's crazy. A while back, I checked that, and I was like five, six months ago, I checked it, and it was like, same thing, you know, two or three, it was actually over 300 in the last 30 days for episode one, and this is back when we were on episode like 30-something. So, man, man, shout out to anybody that listens yeah. to episode one. Good <laughs> for you. Thank you very much. And man. And then I checked two, and there's like 45, so some people keep going with it. Some people, good, and those that listen to episode two, that says something about your fortitude, <laughs> fortitude. your constitution score Very and your good. constitution. <laughs> Holy shit, man. You are stout and vigorous. I, I, I appreciate it too. Cause just hell yeah, man. I mean, we're just doing it to have fun. I, and I did uh, just, but at the same I, time, I recently realized about myself that I will follow back any Duggalo that follows me on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Likewise. Like I get hyped, dude. Wow. I like if 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 they follow because of Douglas and Dragons as a put. Like I don't follow back every Monkey Squad one reader or whatever. Like you know, well, you'd have, but you'd have a million. If followers. you for you know for whatever reason, if you listen to Douglas and Dragons, I'm we are down because I listen to that <laughs> shit too. We can talk about it. I'm a fan as well. <laughs> All right, so now fiftieth episode. That's not counting like the. Flashback Set, episode, is it? No, 7A no, no. and 24B. Or, okay. Yeah. yeah. No, those are... Uh, so, Strange yeah, we've already done 50 because we had a side quest and we had a flashback. Yeah, I, I was wondering how many actual weeks it had it had been and, and what time of year well, I last just, year we started doing this. I just went back and looked at the podcast garden like five minutes ago while you guys were talking. Uh, right. Episode one was put out on June 14th last oh, wow. year, which is this Sunday. So this will be 
Wow. Not only will episode 50, 49 and 50 recording session be, you know, the half, fifth, number 50, big, nice round number, but it's also literally one year since our last. That's crazy. Uh, I mean, I guess we started before that because we had the yeah, last first know. episode. Because we, we had a game before. We had an honest to goodness. And that's why what I've said so, you know, so thankfully about listening to episode one, because that was our episode two. And we'd played a whole game of stuff that is totally canon and, you know, still, you know, some of that stuff still matters to the, the game that we still play today, you yeah, know, yeah. Um, that no one ever got to hear. So and they have- still start listening to the, the second, the first episode, which is our second game and, you know, move forward from there. But it's like such a, we, we had like an awkward cantina scene where we all like hi oh man (laughs) and there was a oh Oh, man it's actually probably for the best because it was me it was me like really trying to fall into this O'Shea Jackson character where I'm gonna not be like like offensive and still be ice still be ice cube from 1993 at the same time (laughs) and it was indelicate at first i remember like (laughs) like being like oh i wish i had gone a little lighter on the whatever you know and um so maybe it's for the best because you guys might look at me different that's true every everybody but there was good stuff i mean that's you guys met kylesa in that first one swore she was all high in there swirling clouds around on the ceiling smoke clouds and shapes and coven arm wrestled glenn fizgig on the roof of the Smoky Dragon, <laughs> That's how we met Cloven. So too, long man. ago. Yeah, man. but yeah, none of that, none of that shit was was heard. Yeah. So enjoy these tales we retell now, folks. <laughs> yeah, that was fun shit, man. Um, but fuck yeah, dude, I'm so I'm I'm stoked. I'm ready to do the next one. I got got some stuff prepped up, and. Uh, yeah. Woo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you can maintain this hypeness we'll for uh, another week. We'll see. Not even Not a week, a just a few days. I don't I have no idea what day it is now. It's well, um, 1902. Let's talk back about, about go, the drugs. Let's go watch that earlier. the animated silent movie. Uh anyway. Sorry. Oh yeah, Tugboat Mickey. <laughs> Doug Boat. Are you talking about <laughs> Doug, Doug Boat Mickey? Nice. Yeah. Okay. That's canon somehow. It's gonna work. It. Fuck. I don't know. You could work it in there. It's the name of the next boat uh, that sinks. So, <laughs> uh, and I'll let you in on a secret, man. I was like, I got the stuff I got planned for Riddleport. I was like, you guys aren't like strong enough yet. So I need to do something to get you like more beefed up and leveled up before you get there so uh yeah i mean it wasn't 100 percent that you'd get shipwrecked but i made it a possibility <laughs> yes it was <laughs> was not oh uh, so you can hear it in your voice when we're dice <laughs> destined to walk through this forest like you could hear it like there you know I, I don't know who else is high really when we play but it's like every episode we go like where are we in this forest <laughs> and then we were like well we're not even in the forest yet and like well what where do where are we going now and they're like well 
We gotta walk through the forest. Fuck, I don't think we're gonna do that. We need GPS. I think. <laughs> yeah, so that did is, we decide? That's true. You did have the exact same argument in the last episode as you had the episode before about which direction to go. Too, and it was like because in this last episode, it's like this is all familiar. Um, Jason Farrell and Jason Ford going start going like so we're not going to the road right and it was like I really thought we spent a half hour deciding that we were going to the road two weeks ago but shit man I, I don't know <laughs> and then and then John starts going like so you guys would know that the road is bitching and not the road is bullshit and like, okay, well, maybe we'll go to the road. Yes, but it did seem all too familiar. It's funny though. I I, I don't yeah, mind. Yeah, no, I love it. I love it. That's us. Like dude. I like I was telling Jared, or and just like how I think in general it is when you have a little bit more open world, you kind of just prepare outlines for different possibilities, and then when you know for sure you're going one way after you know decisions are made or one thing happens which means you for sure do the next thing then you go into prep for the next thing it's like okay let me prepare all the monster sheets and any maps we might need um but before that you know i'm like okay generally speaking here are some basics of what's going to happen if you go along the mountains you'll run into this and this and this uh if you do and if if they do go that way then i'll start prepping that so it's not like you could ask me right now, like, what is the number of monsters and number of counter? You know what I mean? Like, sure, sure. Like, what's the name of the inn owner and the mountain that we'll never go to? You know, so like. <laughs> oh, there's got to be plenty of that kind of shit. But then I would imagine that the shit that we don't get to, you can use in other situations when those opportunities arise. Sometimes. Right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, some in owner and some mountains can be some other in owner some other place right yeah that's true i got i do have some stuff that i'm, I'm gonna throw in where it's place does not matter and it's just about okay. timing like when you get to a certain level that kind of stuff that's the thing though man you can never uh you can never plan exactly what's going to happen the players are always going to do what you didn't plan for and uh, screw yeah. all your plans up anyway. So you spend all this time getting shit together, and then your Joker ass players like, yeah, do whatever. <laughs> <laughs> These guys did it to me last week, man. Like yep. I, <laughs> the, the homicidal <laughs> flying the rug. Yeah, god damn it. <laughs> I've got this. I've added a flying carpet that was uh, sentient and evil. <laughs> And uh, to this treasure pile of flying carpets, but one of them just happened to be evil. <laughs> and uh, you described I, it as a homicidal maniac. Yes, it's a homicidal maniac. What it loves to do is lure somebody on it and then fly really high and dump them off. Or like what I was going to have it do is fly over a molten lava river and dump them off. But they they were able to tell it was fucking evil. It's that goddamn cleric. <laughs> That's what you get and for I, letting Arrow have, a, have a cohort. Yeah. Fucking cohort. <laughs> He's the one that does everything I don't want to happen. Like, you were going to dump your players over a lava <laughs> river? Yeah, man. <laughs> There's a chance that they wouldn't fall. 
But, you know, for the most part, yeah, I was going to dump somebody into that river of lava. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and it was going to be at a, it was going to be at a horrible time. Like when they don't want that to happen. Like when I was a kid, we would go to Greer's Ferry, Arkansas to go camping with my mom's parents for like a week of fucking camping when I'm like 12, you know, and my granddaddy had a, a fishing boat and a big, a big boat. I don't know. I'm fucking 12. I don't know. And they would pull us around on inner tubes and ski doos and whatever the fuck, you know, ski noodles yeah, yeah. or whatever. And my uncle Travis, my my mom's sister's husband, my uncle Travis, he's a shitbag. Um, <laughs> he, he would drive the he would drive the boat with the twelve with the kids on it, and he only liked it when the kids were doing fucking were twenty two feet in the air. Yeah, holding on for their fucking lives. Holding on for their fucking lives. That's the only time he would smile so big. He loved it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it, we it, it wasn't. It was scary to to ride on the ski noodle when Uncle Travis is driving the boat, and this all just <laughs> sounds too familiar. It's bringing up bad childhood memories for me. Is the yeah. uh, what was what was the carpet's name? It had a name too. Crixa. Crixa. I think we're Crixa. gonna I'm gonna call it Travis from now on. It can talk. <laughs> it, it was talking to Bunger, trying to convince Bunger that it was gonna. Oh, that he's leading him to treasure. It totally did. I I fucking botched like hell on my sense motive. I'm like, really? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, okay, I'll follow you. And the guys are like, no, no, no. And they like tied it up. They captured it. <laughs> it was trying to get away. And my wizard... now they got this goddamn carpet that I thought was just gonna be in the game for like a minute or two. But we took it captive. And now they've captured it, and it's like, man. Now we got to deal with this damn carpet for the rest of the fucking game. I kind of feel like that's what you get, dude. I guess. <laughs> I'm clapping. I'm I clapping. guess. <laughs> don't I mean, be in lava. <laughs> you trying to drop him in the lava river, dog? Hey man, you'd <laughs> be all right. I just think. I just think about like you know. I know that's you know, Shining Scorpion is is some bad motherfuckers, yeah. but Doug knows the, the, the dragon dragons would get on the carpet and then <laughs> and go right to the lava river and be very confused as they fell into the lava river. Yeah, uh, kudos man. kudos to you guys for getting out of that shit, man. Yeah, I mean I, the, I the other dudes would have you know been able to save anybody that fell in right like because well it would have probably yeah, right like you got a dude that can fucking feather fall well well we'd have you, other dudes, you would be fine other yeah, dudes I, I on the other like, carpets too like would have thrown ropes down to whoever fell if that would work would that work throwing ropes ropes down to people in lava with the ropes burn i don't know oh yeah you do we you work not, it out do you not instantly I, you know, I only know about lava from TV and movies. I don't know about Pathfinder lava. Like, <laughs> that shit not kill you instantly. Like, so much Terminator 2. It would do. As you it it's, it's does, like, ongoing yeah. burning damage. Like, it to... does initial damage, and then the longer you're exposed to it, that damage continues. And then when you climb out of it, you burn for an undetermined amount of rounds. Yeah. And, I mean, if it's, it's it wouldn't take long to if you didn't do something to put out the fire or heal yourself or get out of it. Like it would burn you up real quick if you were stuck in it for a few rounds, if you couldn't get out. But, uh, 
And that's that's kind of one of the weird things about like high level like you're still just a human falling in lava, and just because you have more hit points, I mean a low level character would just burn up immediately and die, but a high level character has a lot of hit points. But like realistically, what does that mean? Like you're still falling in lava for like twenty seconds or whatever. Like I don't care how buff you are, without magic or something, you just you'd burn up. Like, does us playing this game for two times a month for, or, you know, once a week, week I guess, for, for a year, and we're not at level five yet, does that make us bad? Are, <laughs> no. we, not, are we not good? Hell no. And when you're, just... saying, when you're saying high-level characters, like, what is that? Like, how many levels are you when, before you're a high-level character? Uh, well, I mean, 20 is like the highest, typically, right? So yes. our, our guys are level 10. And we've been playing for more than a year, but we started at level 2. And and I held you guys back twice. This is the second time I've held you at a level but we, for, my, for my desires. Yeah. You know what I mean? But we play every week and not just once every other week, too, so... You guys are doing fine as far as how... F- I mean, a little slower than normal because of all the chit-chatting and BS. All the running, yeah. But it's not not much, you know? And no, you guys don't really run from stuff, I mean. And you're on the fast track, too, right? Is that the yeah. track you're using for Same XP? one we use, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just think, Doug. If you guys are on the medium track of XP, you'd only be level 2 still. How boring would Jeez. that be? <laughs> I mean, I don't, I, you know, I don't know. We'd still run from all the shit, so I'd imagine that it'd be pretty much the same game as it is now. I just think it's like more, you know, the higher level stuff than like even just I should say mid level, not high level, right? Like the mid level stuff is a lot just more interesting than uh, guess what? It's more goblins or more orcs just because you know you're not powerful enough to fight a fucking flock well, yeah. Of, forest drakes or something you know or survive drops into lava rivers yeah yeah i think the cool thing that john has with his game by playing it on the roll 20 is that it's it's not limited by anything uh you can he can use whatever map he can use whatever monster mm. you know he's not not li- like if you're you know you're not limited by physical things which is uh, awesome. Uh, that's I think. I think one of the best things about the podcast is that it is uh, an original, ongoing thing. You know, it's not like you could go listen to a podcast of some group playing any of the adventure paths. But like, really, what fun is that? The published. You know, I mean, it, it's maybe interesting if like you're going to play that path or you played that path. You want to hear how somebody else did it. Or if you're a DM and you want to hear how somebody else runs it. But I think the cool thing about John's game, uh, your game is that it's, it's a, it's original, it's original unknown. And it's like a, in a constant constant change you know what i mean like i'm sure these guys have taken it where you didn't think it was gonna go oh yeah like yeah you probably it, had you the, probably had plans that you have fucking shelved oh yeah because Go- you're like goblin well, sewers there goes that thing <laughs> oh goblin sewers that sounds like so much fun yeah, it but been that just also sounds gross like- and fun i mean you know it was 
the goblin sewer stuff I had prepped is mo- it was mostly gross out factor stuff, not like uh and it would have been kind of fun yeah, fighting yeah. in the dark, you know, but giant of, boogers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> stuff like uh, you know, right I had like some humans that had been captured and had been being tortured by goblins and they had some really horrible stories to tell about their captivity. <laughs> stuff like that. I mean Weird humans mut- to the mutated goblins that have been spent too much time under, under the mat like in the sewers under the magic schools shit like that, just Ooh. gross stuff. I like which it I guess all. is noise. <laughs> Not for everybody, I guess. I don't know, but it worked out. Fuck them. Definitely. <laughs> uh, yeah, see, for the our, this Pathfinder game we're doing, the Kadira one that's in the desert. Like I had this. I had this whole thing where these guys might get mixed up with some slavers and like get caught on like a slave ship. And uh, that's just kind of been swept away. Like the way these guys have even gone in my game, it's just, it's a constant like, oh man, well, they're going over here. So I guess that does offer all these opportunities, but man, I didn't even think of doing that. I had all this other bullshit planned. Yeah. Yeah, That's like funny, man. I fucking I did not expect uh you guys to drop off that crazy necromantic artifact at the school and leave it there. <laughs> and then take off for real. Oh, the the thing that was making O'Shea stabby. Uh No, no, that was a knife. Shit. Yeah. And we did we gave that up too. But is that what you're talking about? No, or the... O'Shea still has a knife. It's oh, just I don't remember. for whatever reason, uh it has not that been was... active. Like the it hasn't been dude. actively, but you know, if you try to use it or give it away or something, I mean, who knows? You know. Well, I forgot I had it, so there you go. <laughs> fuck, fuck that. But the um, just pretend the, like you don't remember. The Judas. Well, now I do remember the Judas Priest, um, heavy metal tombstone with spikes. We that we took to Professor Morgan's office. Yeah, office. but but when I once you guys decided or you know to leave it there. Then it's then it became like a whole other thing I wrote up, uh, so there's oh. definitely re- oh uh, yeah repercussions. I bet next time we, yeah, maybe is the right word. I don't know. Next time we go to the school, I'm sure we'll learn some news. We'll never get back there. There's no, we're not even in the woods yet. <laughs> if I've listened to the episodes correctly, you guys are in the woods now. You're part way through oh, the woods. That's right. Um, but it's getting weird. You guys are because you're at the temple now, or the it's ruins. Right. It's not a temple, the ruins. It's, ruins. it's totally a temple confirmed. It's not a temple. That shit was pretty fucking ridiculous when uh, Has saw the stone structure, and then everybody was like, <laughs> "I think it's a stone structure." <laughs> yeah, that looks I, like a structure made out of stone. <laughs> I think that thing's a half a mile away. I think approximately that. What do you think? I think that's maybe a half a mile. I did it with the music where it was like, uh, I was going to have it, I was having it fade in and be kind of like mysterious music. And then you guys started fucking around. I was like, record scratch. <laughs> Cut it off. It was, it was good, man. Because <laughs> that's how oh, I was feeling at that moment during the recording. Sure. It was pretty good. Bunger, I just downloaded the Wayfinder 13. Yeah. And flipped right through it, man. Bam, boom. There's your piece. Page Looks great. 50 or something. Oh, no shit. That's awesome, dude. Yeah. That dude actually contacted me on the on Page the 53, Paizo, dude. 
the author oh. of that article contacted me on the Paizo message boards and oh really asked me to uh, maybe do some commissions for his for his PCs some artwork so that'll be cool it came out really good dude it looks really cool in there thanks man I get uh, I'm actually they're actually gonna send me a printed copy of the book oh very I very I very cool so that'll be neat that's pretty solid yeah that's yeah. dope yeah I'm stoked it's cool the next one is that? monsters. This one's pretty creepy, dude. They're like, just kind of thumbing through it. There's all kinds of like, this is like the Ravenloft. Is that yeah, kind of? It's like it's called Ustalov. Okay, so okay, yeah. so Wayfinder is a is like a fanzine for Pathfinder, and okay. uh, it started out you know kind of small, but now it's pretty huge, where they get like hundreds of submissions of articles for their books, like. Okay, and they'll pick, like, a territory in the Pathfinder world. Uh, for example, 13 is Ustalov, which is kind of like their Transylvania, right? Uh, yeah. So then they'll get, like, a couple hundred submissions of people writing up monster bestiary entries or, like, s- short stories about events that happen there or NPCs you can run into. Adventures and all kinds of crap. All man. kinds of stuff like that, right? Uh, crazy magic items you'll find specific to this, you know, area. And then, so they, they pick like the 50 that fit the best and they then go and find the artists. Um, I, I saw they're doing it and I was like, I'll put my name in the artist pool. Here's a link to some of my artwork. And they're like, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and then they said, so then they sent me the article and they're like, yeah, we need it in like a month or whatever. And I was like, sure. And oh, it was, it was cool. That dude, I like. I really liked the short story he wrote. It was pretty neat. Uh, Tarn thrice cursed. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, it was fun to illustrate that. And the next one they're doing is not. It's like the first time they're not specifically basing it on a place. So they're they're. It's just monsters. So and the idea is uh, anything that hasn't really been covered about weird monsters that aren't common like orcs or goblins or whatever like and so that should be neat i'm uh i'm all up for drawing more monsters so i'll, I'll do i'll submit my name for the next one too that's awesome dude yeah and they're pretty cool i mean it's like the quality you know is pretty good of the artwork i mean there's definitely some amateur stuff in there but there's some pros too i mean uh like yeah, said. it's a pretty interesting mix, man. You yeah, know? like it's it's cool. I, I I think it's neat. And they're free. I, I like that they offer the PDFs for free. Is nice. Yeah, free download. Yeah, oh, good stuff. So um, I just downloaded them all today. Yeah, to there's some. Them all. There's some good rules in some of them, and there is one that's based on Kadira. Yeah, and they did. There's an earlier one. Uh, there's an earlier one that they did some desert shit too. So, yeah. So, so our campaign uh, that we play on Wednesday nights that Jared's a DM, uh, like he, like we said, it's called Shining Scorpion, and that was just kind of the name of our group. But now there's only like one dude left of the original guys, <laughs> not players but characters. And uh, when Jared started the campaign, he told us he wanted to take all these old Dungeons and Dragons classic modules convert them to pathfinder or find ones that have already been converted to pathfinder rules and uh kind of piece a bunch of classic ones together into a campaign like an adventure here in this mountain and 
this dungeon and at least and he and he would write stuff to tie each of these together. But then I don't know what it was, but after a while we just transitioned to using some Pathfinder adventures and then custom written stuff that you've done, right? Yeah, it was just the more I got into exploring uh, the Bath Galarian, the Pathfinder world, then I was like, oh man, there's so much shit here. And then, you know, I mean, uh, we've got so much of the product too now, you know, like all oh, the yeah. PDFs, we can get all of it online. Like they even have it all online, what on the, on the, Paizo side or whatever the yeah. Pathfinder wikis and stuff. And I, and I, whenever new stuff comes out, I buy it half the time. If it looks even halfway cool, I'll buy yeah. a PDF. So I just got into it and I was like, there's no reason for us to be doing Dungeons and Dragons bullshit. Like we should be full on Pathfinder. And so uh, <laughs> it just kind of took Corey saying that he wanted to be in the desert and he wanted to. Or like the desert came up as just like kind of a one-off somehow. Yeah, it was and like Corey latched onto it. Corey said it'd be really cool. Uh, it was my now dead character's. Oh yeah, yeah. Home, home. Yeah. Like I wrote his backstory, and he's from Kadira, which is like, which is basically like their Saudi Arabia. Okay. Um, not it's not Egyptian pyramids. It's more you know, Prince of Persia, right? Yeah, it's or Prince it's, of Persia. It's more like markets and ruins and. Desert and plains, like grass plains and stuff. That doesn't mean we can't hop over mountains and shit. The pyramids later on, but you know, whatever. We don't need no stinking fucking pyramids, dude. We got fucking (laughs) molten lava rivers. That's true. (laughs) This is pretty serious, dude. But oh man, that was so crazy. And my character died literally the fucking right before everybody teleported to the desert. Yeah, that was the big shame. That's a big shame. That's a big shame. Man, Gotta beef up like, those will saves, man. It was it was the whole thing. I was like, oh man, we're gonna do some shit with uh, John's character's background and like, uh, we're, you know, we're gonna build something real cool here and really involve his character and kind of whatnot. And then he just gets zapped, disintegrated. Yeah, was that the character that walked into the yeah yeah whammy jammy? Yeah, he did. Get, walked into the uh, prismatic, prismatic flame. fire. Yeah, yeah, prismatic flame that was like guarding a piece of this Hellgate thing that we needed to use to shut it down. This shard. Yeah, a shard of a hell spike. <laughs> shit, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> That's some final story arc shit right there. That's some some Bowser shit. Yeah, it was dope. Yeah, man. So, and then the closing of the hell, Hellgate, the Hellmouth, when that closed, and they destroyed the shard and just snapped that whole thing. I, I made it do a big magic whammy jammy, and just zapped them to the location of another hell spike that was long extinct or long closed down. Yeah. And it just happened to be in the desert. And that's just, I just kind of threw them in there. That's how I transported them from the D&D bullshit to the Pathfinder shit. Right. And, and it just happened to be where my, new character, where my yeah. new character was also exploring the, the hell spike in that part of the world at the same time. And he got knocked out and woke me up. And... Dude, I See, just realized, so this, now I'm on my third character in this campaign and all of them have been genie kin. I just I wasn't even I didn't realize you've got a thing, dude. I guess I do. I like half genies. You're you're making the rounds through all the different kinds. (laughs) 
the first dude is just like generally speaking Genikin, right? Like he is called they're called a Suli, which is like a human that has some kind of genie whammy jammy in their blood. Um, but if you know, they can use all the kind of elements or whatever as part of their stuff. Uh, but then my next one was Osho, and he's actually alive. He just retired. And uh, he just took on a different, he just took it on a job. Yeah. And he didn't retire. That dude's, that dude's fucking working his ass off. So, so he's a, he was a swashbuckler and he was an Afrit, which is like the fire elemental kin, like in his blood. So he's like a human, but his hair looks like it's always on fire. And he's got horns and stuff and brass colored skin. Uh, but that dude is a badass fucking swashbuckler. And I played him up as being like total fucking crazy off the like like chaotic, man. Like he was always running into fucking whatever. He was basically chaotic good. Right? Because he was just he, he would just go head first into anything that looked like it needed to be done, right? Run straight into battle, like he was like good Quoven, at it. like Quoven, and he's good on the front line. But you know, he definitely got exposed there towards the end a little bit, um, where like when he wasn't rolling good, and then some of those things he couldn't even hit because they're like flying. I don't know. anyway, but yeah, it worked out. So I just did I, he I, I uh, to get back to a magic user. So we needed. Did he have an party. awesome uh, an awesome accent at all? Uh, the first guy I did, Osho, was just kind of, yeah. he, I didn't want to repeat the same accent, but I, I kind of almost did because they're still desert. My, my general, the first one I always did, uh, with, the uh, Elam, the summoner, I always did, uh, he was basically fucking Antonio Banderas. Yeah. Rochelle would make you do it. Rochelle, every time Rochelle played with it, she'd be like, do the voice. You got to do the voice. Yeah. <laughs> Oh. Listen, uh, you know, uh, it's he's uh, very good, and maybe you know he is disintegrated. There's no trace of his remains. Maybe he exists somewhere in another realm, another plane of existence. <laughs> I, but that's so good. If you're not doing a voice when you're role playing, then what are you even doing here? He's <laughs> the, he's the only one. John's the only one that'll do a voice from time to time. I love it. I don't care if yeah, I'm good like, or bad. Like um, oh, except for Arrow, Eggled. Oh, the Arrow, Affling. Arrow does a good. Halfling has yeah. a voice, and he definitely changes his tone when he used, when he talks for for yeah. Val too. Like that's one of my favorite things about Alan is is his his armor vest when he gets it going, man. Oh yeah, this shit's so good. Yeah, that's funny, man. Oh so good. The way he says shit and everything, it's you're like, oh man. He gets he get, he gets right down into it, and it's. He's he's really good at it. It, I gets, love it. it gets me into my character, my NPC characters, when he starts doing that. Really like sure, yeah, sure. Yeah. I I remember early on some of my favorite stuff to re-listen to is conversations between um, Hazarma Veth and uh, Rory of the City Watch, because um, <laughs> it was just you two, and it was so good because the rest of us are just, you know it was before Jason Farrell. And the you know me and Sean and and Jason Ford are just yucking it up, and fortunately, you two pros could uh, you know get it going and 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 have some fun with role playing, but also kind of guide our hips a little bit as we uh, as we got into it too, you know. Dude, you, you 
You guys all do good, man. You do really good with O'Shea nowadays, man, as far as, like, playing him up to his Well, yeah, like- I mean, it's it, it's something that, that it, I don't know, it took a while to, to acclimate, but I, I'm totally, I love it now, you know. But I'm, I would also it would also be fun to do. I, I'm, I've, I've got so many hilarious voices. We have to get back to the Temple of Shaolin so you can do the fucking head oh, of the temple. Oh man, the Resident Evil Four. What are you buying? The, Re- <laughs> yeah. the Resident Evil Four guy <laughs> that, that that has the weapons in its coat. What are you buying? Yeah. It's the same. It's it's almost the exact same voice I do for the uh, the Temple of Aurori. Yeah, I love that shit. <laughs> Temple of the Rory guy. I don't remember Shailen, who he is. Yeah, old guy. He's, oh, Shaylin. Yeah, was he Shaylin? He's yeah. uh, Day Day's boss, basically. Oh, that's right. <laughs> super, he's super British and old. That's all I remember about him. He calls everybody a lot. You know, you lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't even know them a bunch of people. I guess I don't know what that means. But I like how that worked out too. It was just like suddenly you did the voice. I'm like, all right, you got to say it for me now. <laughs> Next, next time I'm just gonna send you a script. That'd be awesome. That's what I mean. I would, if if I ever, you know, if if it is in my future to ever be the DM, I would of any game. I would, I would showcase all of my many hilarious ripoff voices from other things awesome. that I've that I've done throughout <laughs> my life. Yeah, just being a hilarious guy for so long. Oh, dude! If you <laughs> plenty. if you uh, if you ever want to chime in for a voice for any character that I that I bring up and I haven't really given oh. him a voice that's stuck, just do it. Oh I'll, man, I will feed you lines. <laughs> that reminds me of the the Captain Ron Abbott. <laughs> like the, in the two week period that you forgot everything about Captain Abbott, because I just listened to that shit because I'm like, come on, dude, do a voice, man. Like you're, I you were being. You were being <laughs> the captain, but you had totally forgotten his name was that you you know you totally forgot everything about him, Captain Abbott. Yeah, who, who was clearly named the session before that, and who had a voice. Yeah, um, and you were like, I got, I have no memory, but it's like it's definitely got more, you know, a vast me Hardys in it. Well, that's and, what's uh, funny is like took a little coaxing. I can if even if I take good notes, which I do some most of the time, sometimes whatever. I, I fucking the accent like I, yeah, I, yeah I have to re-listen to it I guess man to remember all right, that shit. we all have lives come on <laughs> <laughs> I know I got a bunch of artwork I'm supposed to be doing right now shit man I'm drawing for this the, fucking for that um, one thing that we can't talk about yes I have to, I have to finish this four page squirrel comic that I'm drawing um for, with Carl Smith, Omaha's um, own, or Council Bluff, Omaha area, anyway. Yeah, and uh, I'm on. I'm inking it, but then I've got to do yeah the secret thing for the secret thing, and I. This is the longest I've gone without working on Monkey Squad One since I started doing it. Like yeah, I, I, I was going to ask you about that. I finished the last issue, you know, two weeks ago now. And I've written it and, you know, storyboarded it or whatever, but, um, I'm doing, I'm doing this other stuff and it's been cool. It's been totally fun. Like the squirrel thing has gone way better than I ever could have imagined. Um, drawing something that someone else has written has, has been way more 
fulfilling and comfortable than I would have thought it would be. And um, it's kind of changed my tune on, yeah, totally on only doing, you know, whatever. This was a great opportunity. He had a, he's got a story about squirrels that get high and it's like, (laughs) how fucking perfect is that? You know? (laughs) And, um, and, and whatever. So it's been a lot of fun. And then after that, I'm, I'm really excited to get into the, the thing that, that we're both going to be a part of Se- to do. Secret yeah. Stuff, dude. And, um, <laughs> we keep referring to it to assholes. <laughs> well, there, at least there's, there's a project coming up that, um, we've both been asked to be a part of that is whatever it's, you know, we're going to be drawing pinups or however, I guess that's how you would put it. <laughs> and that's, that's fine. And, uh, and it's something it's some kind of stuff that i don't have much experience with it's a genre that i don't have much experience with yeah. and i'm really looking forward to kind of doing you know using doing what i do with my super cartoony stuff in a genre that's yeah. outside of my uh norm and, and i'm excited folks about will it hear more about it on upcoming episodes of Douglas and Dragons. i'm sure I'm, <laughs> sh- I'm, sh- I'm sure we will be having the same vague conversation several more times. Sunday, yeah. Great in the year to come. Yeah, look forward to that, listeners. True That's believers. fucking awesome. Yeah. There's going to be things happening that I cannot, yeah. Uh, oh, and on and on and on, yeah. So, so, Doug, Jared, and I are, well, especially Jared, but now I'm really into it. We're, we, uh, we've been buying miniatures, which is the only, my only regret for running my the big game I run being online is that I'm not using the, all the miniatures I have. And, uh, fuck, there's a new Pathfinder set that just, ca- just came out, and Jared and I are really geeking on it right now. Well, um, see, again, that goes back to uh, what I was saying earlier, how you're not limited yeah. by what by what you use. See, I am uh, anchored by what I have. Like, I will not use a miniature... You will not put a monster in a rep- campaign that you don't to have re- to represent something else. You know, like I won't use oh, a yeah. horse miniature to say that's a camel. You know, it's, it's a fucking horse. <laughs> and even if the adventure I'm running, if I'm running something published and I've adapted it to my game, and if let's say it has a camel, fuck that. I've only got a horse. I'm going to change it into a fucking horse. <laughs> you know, like I, I do that kind of shit. Like right. With the, uh, right. The main bad guy we just fought a couple ago was uh, supposed to be a female, a female Efridi. And uh, I don't have a female Efridi miniature, but John's got a super sweet, super sweet male one. So we used him. I just changed the name and all the references to the character to male. And like I do that kind of crap. And, And not only that, like a lot of that adventure, John, we were supposed to be fighting other um ifrits oh yeah but we did you didn't have the minis for him but i didn't have any minis <laughs> I, I, had, I have one right yeah and i saved him for the main bad guy the guy with the two yeah, swords yeah. that fucked up osho oh he yeah see man osho got hurt in that battle he went he went down right he got knocked yeah. on, he went down below zero and almost died osho was one hit point away from dying on yep. like because in pathfinder to die if your negative hit points go below your constitution score, so like, if O'Shea's constitution is like what sixteen, or something, if O'Shea were to get negative sixteen hit points, like, 
say you had five hit points, you get hit for 25 hit points, you'd be down negative 20, you'd be flat out dead, right? Or right. if you've got like an effect going on. So say you're poisoned or you're bleeding. And you drop unconscious and you, you keep losing damage every round. Yeah. If that ever gets to that point too, that you don't kills get healed you. up. And Osho was one point, one point away. And that was his final battle either way. So I wasn't going to be that upset because I knew he was, was going to retire him. But man. Yeah, see, so I changed everything. Because like I, might, I might bring him back. If my wizard dies, Osho, I'm going back to Osho. He's still there. Yeah. He's there. But I changed all their fruits out. So, like, I used those flame snakes and uh, those the guards cool. at the front gate. Like, I, I like I changed out the... And I put in that little um, azure dwarf that was riding on oh, the back he wasn't of the giant animal hound. Yeah, th- none of that shit was in there. Like, I swapped it all out. Um, that was cool. But I, what I do is... In that case, I made sure everything was from the plane of fire, and then I made sure everything was the same challenge rating. Right. So if the Afrits were a seven, I tried to find something that was a seven fire-based creature. Yeah. But sometimes, I kept the flavor the same. I just change up what I have in my... uh, It's It's hard to predict how well that goes, too, sometimes, because... Like, okay, so these dudes are at level four, so if I want to give them a challenging fight, uh, it would be, you know, CR6 total, right? So it's two above their party level. Yeah. Um, but they got one, they have that NPC, they have Kylesa with them, so that gives them one more party member. Yeah. Gives them more of an advantage, right? And yes. then if you only have them, like that fucking, that fucking Allosaurus was like a CR7. Or something. It was high, and but it was, and it did almost kill somebody. But it, they everybody was hitting, and it went down in two rounds. And you guys are five, right? They're, they're all fifth level. Fourth level. Fourth level. Yeah. See, man, I don't be afraid to throw something. <laughs> Sorry, Scared. Doug. Jared's hey, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> don't be afraid to throw something that's three levels higher than that, man. They can fucking handle it. Why are you trying to kill us, man? I'm not, dude. We just make jokes, man, about Transformers and shit, man. Come on. We, we ain't ready to fight big dudes. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude, I had my... I had a... <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, so not to... I was about to go way off subject there, but but yeah, like, so if dude. you're trying to get to level six, though, so you put a CR6 thing in there, and it was one Allosaurus, yeah, it was doing massive damage, but fuck, they took it down two rounds. But then you say you get a few things to add up to a CR6. Well, then the numbers are different. Even though they don't hit as hard, everybody can't focus their attacks. And then it's more strategy involved. It gets way trickier to figure out, like, to predict how the fight's going to go. And uh, so I always have fun trying to balance that. But, I well, yeah, yeah, I'm a little more yeah. soft than Jared. But Jared's done this for a lot longer than me, man. So he's, he knows. And then I think he just has more bloodlust as well. <laughs> Sometimes. Yeah, it's obvious. <laughs> I think he, he really wants to kill my new wizard because the first thing I did when I had an off like an off day with my wizard, he cast a permanent sea invisibility spell upon himself because he needed an off day to do it, basically. And Jared's like, what? I'm like, yeah, yeah. my guy can see. I was it's like, a sack so- <laughs> Yeah, anything invisible. Now my character just see it. Yeah, I've had to deal with that before. I mean, it's just... (laughs) (laughs) 
It's just a thing you have to fucking deal with now. Like now we're like, oh, this guy goes invisible, but you can still see him. <laughs> and then he's he flipping me off under the table. So here's another thing, dude. I just was going through these wayfinders and here's an enchanted scarves one. Here's a, a scarf of entangling, which I believe will strangle the person when they put it on. Hey, John, don't pick up any scarves coming up and any magic. You guys fine. Thanks for yeah. the heads up. And this is uh You got it, buddy. This is a bonus for any of our you know, my co players that to find out if they ever actually listen to any of our Douglas and Dragons. Oh. <laughs> Which dummy's gonna try the scarf on? Yeah, yeah. dude. That's well, right. Corey won't because it'll be like, Well, I already have my Someone's gonna want to be fashionable and put that scarf on. Dude. Yeah, that'll be funny. Yeah. <laughs> Put some sick lightning bolts on it or something. Yeah, make it look uh, so pimp. Yeah. But but don't let Eagle near it because the cleric will be like, oh, it's evil. Yeah, it's evil. I that, just cast yeah. Detect Evil. Yeah. yeah, it's certainly evil. Wow, <laughs> you guys have... It would be handy to have a party member that detected evil. Hey, not only That'd that, Doug. So I, I, I stranded them in the desert and my whole plan was... <laughs> I caught that, Doug. Yeah, nice. <laughs> nice. My whole plan was that these. Yep. Hello. Jer- Jer- the battle of food and water. Oh. We missed you, and... Jared. You cut out for a little bit there. Oh, I did. Yeah. What was the whole plan? You're back. You said you had these guys. And we're back. All right. We're back. No, uh, anyway. no, no, no. It's and we're back. And <laughs> we're back. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I think it was Sardamon 2.0 said one of his favorite things is Andrew One of his favorite things, Sardamon 2.0 is a hell of a listener. If he stuck through this chit-chat, because it's not an actual episode. That's one of the guys that that actually messages me and says, hey, what's the new episode? How come you guys... I'm like, fuck, (laughs) we got fans of that. I love it, and it's. um, I feel like it's my duty now to make sure we have stuff. So much that Saruman 2.0 really talks like that sleepy dude that you just, hey man. <laughs> he probably doesn't at all. But hey man, where's the new episode, bro? <laughs> <laughs> I was just, I just woke up and was wondering why I wasn't on my computer yet. <laughs> anyway, thanks for listening. But what were you, and we're back. What were you, uh, yeah, what were you saying, Jared? Man, th- that voice you're using reminded me of Lee from Tenacious D. Yeah, they're their number one fan, Lee. <laughs> Lee, 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 Lee. He's he's your fucking Lee, man. I love it. We uh, should only be so lucky. Uh, I, well, I was gonna strand these guys in the desert. Right. And um, oh yeah, here's another thing that we yeah. did that pissed the cleric. Yeah, this have- fucking cleric that I added to the goddamn game, and then they ended up befriending him and making him a cohort so now so he's like a he's a cleric that hangs out with us who's just like a little bit lower level than the rest yeah of the he's a level lower than everybody else uh nice and so uh yeah the one character's taking him under this wing they're because they worship the same god and they're super buddies and it's whatever and uh boom they're in the desert they don't have any supplies they have very little water and they're, you know, they don't know how to travel in the desert. They, I'm like, man, this is going to be awesome. These guys are going to be hassled by this desert situation. The fucking cleric can make food and water every day. <laughs> to support all of them. 
<laughs> and then because I killed characters. Oh yeah. Like, uh, Corey's character died the minute they got into the desert. So the the session uh, after my summoner died in the prismatic flame, we get to the desert and the first monster we fight, Corey's ranger Craig Craig Shadowbane gets killed by a <laughs> bone naga. Yeah man, I made him fight the end boss right away. Like they ended up in the heart of the dungeon and had to make their way out. So the end boss was the first monster. The guy's name was Craig Shadowbane. Yes. Yeah, yeah dude, <laughs> that's, that's so good. <laughs> that's awesome. So I killed fucking Craig. And now I've got two players starting brand new characters right. that have to be from the region. So it's like, oh, so sure. They, so they, now they've got some knowledge on how to deal with the desert. It's like, uh, yeah, we know right where to go. <laughs> So they knew how to travel through the desert, and then they had a cleric that could give them food and water. Fuck all of everything I yeah, have. They're actually in invincible. Desert invincible. Right. Confirmed. Yeah. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Poor Craig. Yeah. All right, buddy. Well, then, but Corey's funny because he basically rebuilt the same character. Like, mechanically, it's the same I think guy. that's all he's going to do. Yeah. That's all he's ever going to do you is keep play killing the archer. Him. Keep killing him, and he'll always be a ranger. Archer. He, it's what? like pretty much mechanically the exact same guy, just that the different. Oh yeah. Except he's human instead of whatever. What was he? he was like a shadow. He was half elf, human. I think. No, 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 no. Uh, he was like a he shadow was, human. What are those? Yeah, called? he was from that shadow plane. Yeah. But and then yeah, he never uses any ranger spells. Just he's just like I shoot all the arrows I can. Yeah. He does shitload of damage in him because he's like specialized, like the way he built the character. It's like. Everything makes his, makes his archery better, and that's it. And he gets, like, five shots off a round. If yeah. he doesn't move, he can shoot, like, five fucking arrows, if not more. And then if you haste him... That's... If you haste him, he can get, like, four then shots Then another one. It's ridiculous. Yeah. But he gets two arrows with his first shot. Yeah, it's it's crazy. That is crazy. All that, do is, all that does is makes me think of how shit... O'Shea is with his bone arrow and <laughs> like that the, the fact that there are shadow humans that sounds awesome too like any, and anytime you guys start talking about building a character it's like well why didn't I? oh yeah because I used one of those pre-generated <laughs> that's why I didn't have, that's why I don't and didn't because well, I just got well, it was your I first time playing and that's what I did you know when I first yeah no I no it, it worked out no no it worked out great but even just to hear that there I want to be from a shadow plane that sounds awesome <laughs> Well, you know, don't worry. I mean, I got plans. Never mind. And what kind of spells do <laughs> get? Uh, a lot more limited, like way more limited than druids or wizards and stuff. But and they can, can like they heal. Yeah, they can heal. They can track like magic tracking uh, stuff that actually does make their arrows fly better. Stuff like that. Okay. Make animals into their buddies. Yes. Yeah. Uh, they're kind of, it's related to the same kind of spells druids can make basically. Okay. But they have a lot less to choose from and get only like a couple a day or something total, you know? But yeah, dude, man, I was looking at some, like one of them is like a, I was telling him, you got to use this spell and it's like, you hit with an arrow. If it kills something on your next turn, you cast the spell and it that arrow that killed the creature will duplicate itself to like a number equal to your level and shoot off towards other targets. 
or something like that. What? Yeah, it's badass. And Corey doesn't that use that badass. shit. Corey, if you're listening, use that shit. Look, man, I'll all the dude the wants to do is fly around on a flying carpet yeah, and, and now, shoot you. And now you gave him a carpet to fly on. We're gonna ha- our whole crew's gonna fly around in every fight. It's gonna get annoying. I'm, <laughs> I, I've done it again. See, I just do it myself. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, man. That's that's why you gotta send fucking flying monsters after us that have, that are more agile in the air. Sure, John. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Uh, no, uh, it should be fine, dude. Because even... Because, man, yeah. I don't know. Because I, I just trust that it'll be... We'll get our ass kicked. Oh, it'll be great. It'll be... I, I'm actually... You know, it's cool. The, the flying carpets will be super sweet to have. I don't... I only expect Corey to be the one that's always on it. Yeah. Even when you guys are just, like, going down a hallway, he's going to be hovering, like, a foot <laughs> off the ground on his fucking carpet. But I feel like everybody else would just kind of Roll use it when they, you know, need... Oh, man, we need to traverse this. Yeah. Good thing we have a carpet. Or, hey, man, get me to the top of that tower. I'm just going to buzz up there. Yeah. Um, well, sh- well, shit, dudes, we've been talking for a little more than an hour. Um, should we start recording? Ah, ah. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> Might as well. Do we know what we're going to talk about? <laughs> I know we never really actually said, hey, let's start this. We just did. And I was like, oh, I better just start recording shit. Um, is, did you want to talk about anything else? I don't know. Yay. Oh. Go, go read Monkey Squad. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, go read Monkey Squad at monkeysquad1.com and find me on Twitter at monkeysquad1. It's all one word. Do the, do the fucking math. You know this shit by now. Everybody, yeah, come on. Everybody. Is that the number one or spelled out one? O O N E. Monkey Squad O N E. Yeah. Dude, uh, and go listen. Go fucking look for the power principle on comicsology, man. Alan yeah. His book on comicsology now. Big ups, brock, brock. And, and listen to uh, fucking Jared on the Two Headed Nerd podcast as a guest host half the time. Sometimes, yeah. time. once in a while, once in a while. Yeah, that was uh, that was a lot of fun having those guys do the fucking Omaha Comic Con and interview like some of the, some of our friends from around town. They interviewed Colin Bunn too, which is cool because he was yeah. At the Omaha I just Comic-Con. listened to it today. Yeah, I, I haven't listened to it yet. I'm gonna go do that probably tomorrow at work. Um, yeah, that's cool shit. See you, yeah, Omaha, Omaha Comic Con next year. Come get a Monkey Squad table. Yeah, I love going to con, doing cons, man. We know the, t- the yeah. roommates are gonna do it. <laughs> that's what's up. Um, yeah, we'll see. If I get a trade made, maybe I don't know. But yeah, see, come check us out next year. I, I just totally killed the whole fucking amp vibe on that by being like, I don't know. I think, that was, I think that was a two man job. I think. Uh, fuck. Anyway, <laughs> I did it too. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. You probably wouldn't like it, Doug. This is. Oh. Uh, we have kind of lost the classic um, dragging on the endings because early on, that was a fucking staple of the show. Yes. yes. I just keep hoping my wife's going to come home and set my dogs off, and that'll straight up end it. Yeah. <laughs> Jared's got three chihuahuas. Ooh. Sounds <laughs> exactly. loud. 
it is. And they know they know us, and every time we go over to his house, they bark at us anyway. They freak us. out. Yeah, they're freaks. Each one of them shows up like five minutes between each arrival. They'll freak out, settle down. Next one comes in, freak out, <laughs> settle down. Next one. It's a blast. Good times. And tomorrow night. Yeah. yeah. Another session. All right, man. Uh, thanks for fucking thanks for jumping listening, on everybody. Helping us create some filler for the for our week off of the show. I uh, hope you enjoyed the filler. Or at least the Who first does, ten minutes before you turn us off. Who doesn't love a good outright hour and a half of filler? <laughs> <laughs> well, we, you know, it's good no, this stuff. Was very, we talked about this stuff. Very gripping. It's gonna get edited down to about twenty it minutes. It will not be about? edited I'm, one yeah, bit. I'm not gonna edit this one like a regular episode. <laughs> He's gonna slap. A closing theme on this and enjoy the ops. Yeah. Everybody. Thanks for listening.
Вот свет в ее секторе.